breathing space contains mature content such as substance abuse, sexual situations, and violence. This episode contains some additional mouth noises and chewing sounds. Time codes in the description. Additional sensory contact warnings can be found in the show notes. All that and more this season on Lighting the Furnace. That's a wrap. Cut it and print it. Good show, Jesse. Thanks, Jake. Uh, the team was on fire tonight. Oh, I, I wanted to... No, shit, put that dolly on with the standby. Okay, electrical, start drawdown. I want all of this to go smoothly. I don't want us blowing any more generators, okay? If you fuck up, I'm fucking you up. I'm fucking you up until you're mine, okay? Stevens, I'm looking at you. Got that, Stevens? Yeah? You okay, Jesse? Can I get you anything? Coffee, water, redshift, dry? Uh, I'm okay. Thanks. Uh, just gave it my all out there, you know? You told me not to bullshit you, so don't you go bullshitting me, Jesse. You don't seem like yourself. Uh, yeah. You're, you're not wrong. Lighting the furnace pays great, but there's, there's something special about what we were doing on Delta V. I guess I just didn't feel like myself out there tonight. That's the best way I can put it. Some of us were going to head down to Sam's in a minute. Do you want to join? Sure. Let me go get my stuff together. Meet you by the freight elevator? Walk, walk a little faster, maybe we can lose her. Oh, I am so sorry, Deb. I've been heads down on the lighting the furnace set up the last few weeks. I, I promise I'll get to it. I... Uh, I'll take that. He's got to get to his 1400 meeting. Bye! No problem, boss. <laughs> what? Oh, you're gonna hate this. I already do. <laughs> what is it? Hold on. What? Wait until we're in the elevator. What is it? No. Wait until we're in the elevator. Okay. Just... Remember, this is me reading this, not me saying it myself. I... Uh, what is going on right now? <clears throat> Market testing shows that there would be a net positive from a public relationship between Jesse Fry and Deborah. Let, let me see that right now. <laughs> oh my god. I hope Sam has some bourbon for the shakes. I am gonna need it. Busier than usual for a Tuesday. Jesse, hey, Jesse, check this out. It's been playing over and over in the feeds. Jorgensen's personal orbital, Le Duplessis, appears to have been entirely evacuated sometime between 0300 Friday and 0730 Monday, including the famous Yukon mascots, Monty and Magda. Inquiries from law enforcement into this have turned up nothing and foul play is suspected. Oh, that's weird. I went there for an episode of Lighting the Furnace back in Season 1. It was a catering challenge. There was a lot of security. I hope the staff's okay. They were really helpful. Not much we can do about it now. Oh, hey, Sam's waving us down. Hey, Jesse, check it out. I got an imported old Dyna jukebox from Terra. I had to get the gearheads down in engineering to replace a couple of the circuit boards. Uh, they were damaged by the flare. Ooh, that is a gorgeous piece. Got it loaded with music yet? You bet your ass. All right, let me just, uh... <laughs> Goddamn pizza. Hey! 
myself that my stars will never leave me even when I'm sold to hell. I was born under a blue sky and I'll die out in the black. When I'm gone, don't no one mourn me cause my debts will drag me Shit you not. Heard thumping and crying in the middle of the night about four million kilometers from anywhere. Thought the lady had picked up a haunting someplace. Once I worked up the courage, I went down to the hold and found this one trapped inside a crate of red bean ready meals. I think she snuck aboard when I was at I.O. I don't blame a girl for wanting to get out of there. Oh, she's so adorable. Well, one of us has to be the cute one and I'm happy to let her have the job. Look at her little paws, and her little nose, and her ears. <laughs> Here you go, one bug's nest. Yes, sir, that's just what I need. I haven't had a proper bug's nest in 25 years, but I don't remember them being this good even then. I make the noodles and freeze dry them myself. Oh, and the broth is an old family recipe. A little better than the powdered stuff. Ma'am, that is the understatement of the century, that is. Although, you're a lucky one, Slick. Those are the last of the mealworms. I haven't been able to get any shipments in nearly a week. Oh, honey, did you meet Beans? Yes, I did. Don't get ideas, Heck. Uh, but... No pets. Oh, I, I mean, what we if we... live and fly in a restaurant, dear. Do you have any idea how many different health codes we have to comply with? We can't add cat dander to that equation. Oh. Well, Mademoiselle Haricots over there will be happy to oblige you by way of snuggles for as long as I can afford to stick around. She has a high demand vis-a-vis affection which expresses itself as uh, clinginess. I can barely get myself out the door alone even when I'm going exo. I know the type. Well... But I guess it sure beats the alternative. Ain't that the fucking truth? Um, I hope this isn't me asking out of turn, but I couldn't help noticing on my way in that uh, sticker you've got in the window. Yeah? What about it? Just, um, distinctive is all. I was curious how you got it. A gift. From a friend. I only ask because uh, I got this patch a lot like it. See? Fly high and far. Uh-huh. And y'all know the look to the stars and find hope? Oh, they're nice folks. Uh, they hired me to teach Exo Weldon and some other stuff at Arcturus. Cat and their captain really hit it off. The sticker is so that relatives of theirs know they're welcome here. Oh, okay. I, I just hadn't seen one in the wild, so to speak. I'm only this far sunward doing a favor for my friends on the fly. Wasn't sure if there was a protocol or something I should be following. <laughs> Not that I know of, but we can make something up if you'd... Uh, Ladybug, did you change the radio station? Kitty, is she what? Huh? Uh, no. Huh. It's on. Just no sound. Well, maybe the red line had a buffer overrun. Come on, Miss Beans. Let's go see what the... 
I guess it is working? Yes, sorry about the interruption, folks. Our feed from the Yuzak backline is down. I mean, experiencing technical difficulties. Um, yeah, uh, some people in the office are saying, I mean, we're getting reports of various Yukon services experiencing unexpected downtime. When asked for an ETA for restoration, a Yukon service representative said, Fuck me, no idea. I can't even log into my station. I'm honestly shocked that your call came through. Everything here is a flaming Kessler. Please send help. Further inquiries have so far met with silence. Yukon services have been dropping offline and Yukon subsidiaries are being notified that they are being dissolved. These include, but are not limited to, Freight B Delivery Solutions, Bravoyage's Cruise Lines, Bell Exchange Fashion Outlets, Agro Rise Hydroponics, and Lo-Fi Beats to Redline and Chill to... Wait, that's this station? Are we a Yukon subsidiary? I don't know, I guess... Probably. Then... Hold on. Uh, are we fired? That's a... I gotta make some calls. Okay, fuck this. Is Yukon... gone? Maybe. Oh, god damn it. Half our shipments are through them. I should have fucking known something was up when we missed the last two. Well, that means Northstar is offline. Now I'm glad I didn't upgrade the Noodle Shop's nav. Well, what? Well, a lot of new nav systems use Yukon's Northstar chart service. If it's offline, they uh, won't be able to plot new courses. New systems? Uh, like maybe the Bassasan A29? Yeah, sorry. Oh, shoot. I guess I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Damn it, I only had that put in two months ago, too. Uh, well, do you still have the old one? Uh, yeah, in the hold. Shouldn't be too hard to swap back. Really? Oh, yeah. Going backwards is easy, because uh, the old system should still have all your configs and flash. Uh, here, let me... Uh, hon, will you be okay if I go help Slick real quick? <laughs> go. Great. Shouldn't take an hour. Uh, here, uh, hold beans for a sec. I could watch her for a bit while you two see to the ship, so she won't be underfoot. Oh, that's a mighty neighborly of you. She does like to plop herself directly on top of whatever the nearest human is trying to interact with. Cute, but, you, you know, does induce some delay. Okay, back in a minute. You be good, beansy girl. <sighs> I don't suppose you know where to get several hundred kilos of cricket flour, mushroom powder, dashi, miso, and damn it, about a million other things. Yeah, I thought not. I need this to stay between you and me. You are sworn to secrecy, Miss Beans. Deal? Oh my god, you are just the cutest thing I have seen this side of Luna. Yes, you are. Yes, queen of the cutes you are. Oh, oh little baby. Ugh, fuck me. We're going to have to get a cat. Information continues to be highly limited as we come into the fourth week of the trial. However, a press release from the presiding judge, Bernadette Marinos, stated that Peregrination Law Speaker Etienne Torres' wife will be working closely with the Rangers in order to ensure that proceedings comply with both Asteratime and Peregrination Law. Given that fewer than 20 such cases have been prosecuted through system authority, there is little legal precedent from which the court can draw, and it remains to be seen how the trial will play out. We have a breaking update on the situation on Lady Plessis. Forensic examination of the blue line message found playing on every terminal in the abandoned orbital purporting to be from Yukon founder Preston Jorgensen has been determined to be authentic. 
Rumors have circulated regarding the contents of the message, including those from sources highly placed inside Yukon, claiming that it is a scathing indictment of changes in labor regulations across several system jurisdictions in response to the outcomes of numerous civil and criminal judgments made against the company. In addition... Ah, yes. I have been informed that Redline U838 has obtained exclusive access to the message audio itself. What follows is genuine, recorded by Jorgensen himself, and taken from the internal systems of Le Duplessis. Everyone knows I'm from Luna. My mother is Madison Astor of the Luna Nasters, and my father grew up in Luna, New York City. So close to the dome, he could see the shore of the great South Pole Aitken Garbage Sea. What people don't know, and what no one who wasn't raised breathing that good old lunar dust can know, is what being from Luna actually means. A lunar childhood, it isn't a boat having access to the best private education institutions in the system. It isn't a boat coming from a place where the average per capita income is triple anywhere else. It isn't even a boat being able to see firsthand the greatest cultural works humanity has produced. From the Mona Lisa, to the Bean of Old Chicago, to the original holographic recording of Duan Wei Xing's Third European Symphony. Lunar kids are exceptional, and because of that, they are expected to do exceptional things. To take the opportunities and resources our families labored tirelessly to earn and through our own hard work, create a legacy that will improve humanity. I've never been like other people. When I was young, I didn't really know what I was going to do when I got older. Teachers would ask, and the other kids in my class would say they were going to be CFOs or investors or commercial lawyers. But I just never could answer them. But then eventually, I thought the idea of inventing things would be really cool. I had my first existential crisis in the third grade. I was trying to figure out what it all means. What is the purpose of things? My classmates at prep school and at New Harvard, they found their purposes. But me, I wasn't satisfied with just improving the system. I wanted to change it. The way forward, the way to enlightenment, is through developing efficient systems that can be applied universally. So I founded Yukon, a company that runs entirely on scientifically generated procedures, where production and performance is assessed by uniform objective metrics. I came from nothing, you know. Just some initial family seed money. Barely enough to cover my living expense, much less pay for salaries. But Yukon's first employees didn't do it for money. We had a vision. Before me, it could take weeks, sometimes even months, to get products just from Luna to Mars. Our Anywhere in 24 guarantee reshaped how people thought about commerce. I cared about you and wanted to help you have a fuller, more rich life. What I am about to say breaks my heart, but the truth of it can't be denied, and I will not remain silent about facts because of the feelings of the ignorant. You have betrayed Yukon, and you have betrayed me. Mars, Terra, even my beloved Luna, have all capitulated to the irrational, illogical, unreasonable demands of a vocal minority of people who would rather accept a handout than work. You are rewarding laziness and unfairly crippling free market enterprise. You have taken my achievements, my gifts, to humanity and made them worthless. Society has declared it no longer values excellence and indeed has taken measure to punish the exceptional. And so I must, with a heavy heart, remove myself from it. I wish no harm on you, though you sought to harm me. 
There will be no retaliation for the blow you have dealt. I will simply take my leave of a system that would rather condemn the man than hear his message. I will say only that I hope you recognize your error before it's too late. To those of you with intelligent minds and clear sight, I see your worth. May we meet again in such a time and place that we can build a true utopia for humanity. <laughs> Some soliloquy. Actually, it was a monologue. Soliloquy. Monologue. Emrod, no. I am not coming our star, who is in her quarters, resting her voice, just to ask her to tell you I'm right. Ain't. Via. Hmm? Was that a monologue or a soliloquy? What? Old PJ's little speech. Monologue or soliloquy? How should I know? Because you're smart and know things. What she said. Sounded like a manifesto to me. Uh, with nothing but the deepest, most heartfelt respect and admiration for your uh, craft and skill as a thespian, uh, you must admit your timbre, uh, pitch, well, and intonation are really markedly different than that man's, Bennett. You are far too hard on him, Lex. With the addition of a bit of broadcast interference... He made quite an admirable stand-in for Mr. Jorgensen. All the same, we are lucky our mercenary friend had a... less than discerning ear, shall we say? Fortuna's hand did indeed play in our favour. I wonder how long they were stuck out there. Not long enough. I'll wager our legionary hireling spent a... Not insignificant amount of time alone with their thoughts in their dark ship uh, before they were apprehended by system authorities. After all, it is uh, entirely possible a time-delayed message was set to broadcast their identity and location on, oh, I'd say all available ranger frequencies roughly 48 hours after we removed ourselves from the immediate proximity. Oh, oh nice. hell no, bravo. I really hope that wasn't a bad idea. Huh? Why would it be? I've known people like Pilot. They don't forget and don't forgive. Especially if someone makes them look stupid. I'm sure our friend will have far more important things to worry about than one small ship of poor players. Cheer up, Via. The universe has smiled upon us thus far. I'm quite sure this will continue to be the case. Now, rest, all of you. It is opening night. I want you fresh and bright-eyed by curtain. Avery Sinclair Faulkner, you have been found guilty of regulatory manipulation, jurisdictional tax evasion, and multiple counts of failure to pay docking fees. You will be sentenced to a term of incarceration on the Diatoma Penitentiary not to exceed five years. You are remanded to station detention pending transport to the asteroid. At this time, you may make an allocution statement to be considered in determining the length of your sentence. Is there anything you want to say to the court? Yeah. The name's Pilot. As you know, our network is always striving to produce content that resonates with our audience and sets us apart from the competition. We have analyzed the latest market research and identified several trends that we believe will be key to our success going forward. First and foremost, we need to focus on producing high-quality, engaging programming that will keep viewers coming back week after week. We also need to prioritize diversity and inclusivity, both in front of and behind the camera, as our audience is increasingly demanding more representation. And finally, we need to embrace emerging technologies and new distribution platforms to stay ahead of the curve and reach our viewers wherever they are. I'm excited to hear your ideas and collaborate on producing some truly outstanding television. Yeah, I've seen that particular piece of market research. Do you want a cooking show or a reality dating show? 
why not both? I'm not sure I... We're always looking to expand our content offerings, and feedback from contracted talent like yourself is valuable to us here at Yukon Studios. Yeah, about that. I... What my colleague is saying is that we here at Yukon Studios are happy to help you, Jesse Fry, expand your personal brand through our content distribution networks in any way you see fit and provide you with top-of-the-line analytics and feedback to help guide your decision-making. If I could just... For example, if you don't want to pursue the proposed celebrity dating system edition concept vehicle, our analytics and concept design team has other ideas. What about Jesse Fry, Ghost Hunter? The time-traveling chef. Surviving the solar storm with your ex. The real housewives of Luna. House Hunter's outer system. Fellas, wait. Personal chef to the stars. Literally. We could get you as the next host of the EuropaVision contest. Listen, I'm not sure Yukon Studios even exists as a legal entity anymore. Can you, without any hesitation or equivocation, confirm that for me? Of course we do. We're just going through a limited reorg and revisioning, but... Our commitment to producing the system's best redline entertainment content is twice as strong, now that we're small and dynamic. <sighs> so what you're saying is you don't know either. You know what? No. I'm done. Mr. Fry, you have a very clear contract with Yukon Studios Nothing for that you've read quote, in the news is a multi-year hosting fake role news. on lighting Just the because furnace, we are not currently the getting paid doesn't mean that Yukon Studios won't continue to provide entertainment to billions of customers. Per year. And hey, my family lawyer let me know that the contract had been automatically voided by Yukon's legal software. I took this meeting as a courtesy, but I'm I'm just done. Mr. Fry, you can't. I can, actually. The contract was clear that Delta V Dining remains my intellectual property, and I'm taking it with me, including distribution rights of past episodes. I know a lot of your other talent doesn't have the same background I do, but I've got people working on getting them escape pods off Udio, too. Or the vacuum-dried corpse of Udio, I guess. What... What's going to happen next? You know what? I don't know. And honestly, that's pretty exciting to me. I've learned a lot from Delta V Dining. Probably more than I'll ever fully understand. But there are so many people around this system doing amazing things for their communities with what they have on hand. I've got to do my part too. Well, you've got my number, but really... Don't call me. That went well. We have a breaking update on the situation on Light of the Sea. Well, look at you! Issa, you came. I wasn't about to miss your stage debut. Miss Prometheus stealing fire from Olympus Orbital. And clearly Rosa does good work. I think the ancient Greek slash corporate uniform look suits you. <laughs> oh, she's been doing last minute adjustments for the last week. Trying to make sure their Renier's robot wings don't fall off. I hope she's got it taken care of at this point. Here at, what, five minutes to curtain? Yeah. What's up, kid? First night jitters? No, not really. I just... Have you been paying attention to the news? Not since I got here. No. Too many people to catch up with. Why? What's going on? Yukon, it's... Here, look. Master of the Lunda Nasters. My father grew up in Lunar York City. So close to the dome. So Jorgensen decided to what? Send a supervillain monologue to everyone in the system? Not just that. They're saying that a bunch of Yukon stuff is just shutting down out of nowhere. Redline stations going offline, terminals not connecting anymore. 
our PA, Jen, said she walked past the cupola on her way back from getting coffee and swore she saw two of the UDO stations near the back lot just wink out. No lights, no power, nothing. Oh, shit. Those people. Yeah, and I just... I don't know oh if... Oh, my God. How is little Dora Zheng in my backstage area? Little? Merman, we've been over this. You're only two years older than I am. <laughs> oh, come here, bitch. Mwah. Mwah. Listen, I will absolutely need you to sit down with me over coffee and tell me all the juicy gossip this one wasn't paying attention to on the title heat set. But right now, we're all up to our necks in it. Please, forget I'm here. Guinevere, we're at three minutes to curtain. Norman, I don't think we should go on. Not tonight. Not with... I mean, I just... Going up there and singing about screwing Yukon to help people while actual people are in trouble, I... Easy, huh? We... Take a breath, I know. I've seen the news, too. And I asked station control about those Yudios after Jens came back. It's bad. Completely inert. No movement, no lights, no nothing. So, since it's two minutes to curtain now, we need to break the news to the audience and then figure out what we can do to help. Rose is already talking to the crew and I'm making my way through the cast right now. Thank you. Oh, don't thank me just yet. What I want you to do, my dear, is go out there and tell all those fine people what's going on. What? I... I mean... <laughs> I'd have thought you'd want to be the one to... I mean, you're, you're the director and the writer and... Honey, it doesn't matter that the program has Merman Zavanna on it in half a dozen places, because half the butts in those seats tonight are here to see you. Face it, kid, you're a celebrity. Might as well use it for something good, yeah? What should I say? Eh. Start with what you said to me just now and go on from there. Oh, and tell them we'll comp their tickets for another night, obviously. <laughs> okay. Wish me luck. Knock him dead, kid. Bring fire. I'm sure by now many of you have heard that something is happening out there tonight. Reports that Yukon stuff all over is going quiet, shutting off or locking up with no notice or warning. The backlot is an independent station, so we haven't seen more than a handful of inconveniences, at least so far, but there are other stations not far from here, wholly owned Yukon Yudios that from what we can tell, appear to have shut down entirely. No power, no 8-vac, no heat. I guess a lot of you probably already know what this show is about. We were, well, not exactly subtle with our metaphors. <laughs> so, I hope you'll understand when I say that if I were to come out on this stage tonight and sing about stealing fire from the gods to keep humanity warm, when real people might be freezing to death in those stations just a few hundred kilometers away, it would feel like... a lie. One of my drama teachers once told me that acting is about honesty. About finding your character's truth and, for a short while at least, making it real. Both for the audience and for yourself. 
What that truth is telling me right now is that I need to be out there doing whatever I can to help. And while we'll be happy to welcome all of you back to see the show another night, free of charge, I genuinely hope that tonight you'll do whatever you can manage to do to help, too. I... I have a ship. Or, more of a skiff, really, but it'll take five or six if they squeeze in. I think we have a couple spare vac suits if folks need them. There isn't a show on at the Imagine right now. We've got space for refugees if someone has cots or pallets. The tablet pads we've got for stage combat trading should work. Thank you. Studio 21 needs five actors for a POVG scene with possible extension to a season order. Studio 147 needs two actors fluent in Maknovchik for voiceover and ADR. Studio 32 needs an actor fluent in European Sign Language, ideally with zero-G experience. Workshop 14 is presenting a SAG after seminar at 14.30. Attention associates, remember... All accurate company information comes from official Yukon personnel. We are pleased to report that there are no disruptions in UDO production schedules. Your time is important to us. And remember, failure to show at call time may require retroactive pay decreases to compensate your trusted colleagues for their time. And remember, you put the U in UDO. A reminder to all actors and writers, a contract is between two or more parties with equal and shared obligations and is unenforceable if one party is not upholding their side of the agreement. Attention associates, we value you. Your contracts have been updated to reflect your importance to the Yukon family. Please note, for your convenience and protection, any disagreements require arbitration led by Yukon's certified impartial arbitrators. And remember, you put the U in UDO. Impartial, huh? Attention associates, UDO contracted talent is encouraged to tune in to Redline U999, the voice of Yukon, for correct and timely information without the uninformed opinions of the broadcast. Correct and timely, just like my second wife. And remember, you put the U in UDO. Oh, stuff it, Cheryl. Everyone knows it's you, even with the vocal filter. We invented that effect. If you're going to stooge for Yukon, at least own it. Attention associates, we are pleased to report there are no disruptions in UDO production schedules. Your time is in... Yeah, and that's enough of that. Come in. Um, hi. Are you Roman Diaz? That's the name on the front of the compartment, so I hope so. Do I know you? I don't think so. I've just got one of those faces, you know, I think. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Something familiar about you. Anyway, what's your name, my boy? Ezra. Ezra... Ezra, uh, Wilson. I see. What can I do for you? A friend of mine asked me to check in on you for him. Does this friend have a name? A name you don't have to look in your wallet for? John Tripper. The hat! What? The colours what threw me, but that is in every other way the same as John's old hat. It is. I think he knew your father. (laughs) Indeed he did. Spent some summers with us when I was a lad. Taught us how to catch moonshine and a copper bowl, but 
you're too young to have known John. He's been dead for nigh on fifty years now. And who's been sending you money all this time? How do you know about that? If you go out far enough, you meet people who are supposed to be dead, but will still threaten to send you snaps of their wrinkly backside just to get a rise out of you. (laughs) Okay, that sounds like John. Have a seat, son. I need a drink. So, he's still kicking out there. Was when I left him, at least. Damn, guess it really is only the good who die young. That'd be good news for me. You want some of this, kid? Sure. I know he wasn't uh, an upstanding man, but I've got good memories of him. Made my dad happy when he was here, and the money he sent kept us going through some lean years there. Let me buy scout uniforms for my daughter when I would have had to tell her no otherwise. That's worth summing, right? Worth a toast, at least. (laughs) Damn straight. (sighs) Well, young man like yourself, just coming back from the rim with a name so new I can still smell the witch's brew on it. Let me guess. Looking for a fresh start. That's the basic idea. I'm not much of an upstanding man myself, but I'm willing to learn. Alright, if you're going straight, you'll need some work. I can get you on the docks if you want it, and the Stevedores Guild will have you. It won't be steady, at least to start, but it's honest and the money's good for entry level. You'd do that? (laughs) I'd kick myself if I didn't. But it'll be a minute before I can get you on the payroll. Can you hang till then? Need some scratch for F&F? I can cover. It's fine. Everything okay? Oh, there's always a headache of some sort. You heard about Yukon, right? I wasn't that far off grid. Hmm. Well, the boss stood up and poofed and grounded three freighters full of my cargo here in port. No one can open a single latch on them. I've already got a judge's injunction to let me go in there and unload the stuff, but I have to avoid causing undue damage to the ship, so I can't just... Cut the hatches. I've got to get a locksmith down from Callisto to crack him, but I'm stuck till then. Huh. Are they still using the Revision B Coralus? I have no idea. Because the Rev B was vulnerable to the fire sale overrun exploit, it's right in the silicon of the Oxcom Southbridge, so they couldn't patch it out. Unless they rolled out and replaced the controllers for every freighter in the last year and a half, it should still work. And even if they have, I bet the old black hole spoof would still get in, though it takes longer. And if you can get physical access to the bus port, there's even more you could do. I think I could understand about one in five words there. Are you saying you know how to crack open Yukon ships? I don't have many above board skills, but I have a few down below. Change your plans, son. What do you say to starting immediately? Uh, sure. Excellent. And if you can get my cargo free, half of the Ganymede Stevedores Guild will be in line behind me to wear the same. Come on. Ezra, right? That's right. Let's get you on that fresh start. Coming up, more on our top story, the continuing fallout from the Uke-Gone economic meltdown. But first, an update on the landmark Settle for No Bitter Compromise trial. In a recent development, several senior crew members have sought to lessen the charges leveled against them. Their collective representation is now arguing that they were victims of coercive behavior by the former Peregrination vessel captain, Ellie Mae Settle's daughter. Indeed, as the trial has progressed, Captain Settle's daughter has increasingly found herself in the spotlight, both for the prosecution and for the system at large. Despite many commentators warning that the outcome of this trial could have far-reaching political implications, public interest has been concentrated on the captain's appearance and behavior in court. A figure many are dubbing (sighs) the most evil person in the... Guess there's no escaping it, huh? 
it's literally everywhere. News, entertainment, music, hell, someone even found a way to license the settles insignia, made a line of jumpsuits with future grow bag printed across the back. A Luna fashion house, of course. Goddamn ghouls. Fucking hell. I thought it was bad enough that there's a movie in production. Wait, what? I hadn't heard that. Shit. Sorry, I thought... I shouldn't have said. What's it called? Are you sure? Molly, tell me. (sighs) Mother of Mulch. I think they're trying to position it as a horror. What the fuck is wrong with people? A bunch of station kids and no-goes get abducted. Murdered. Over and over again. And all folks can do is cackle about how fierce the captain looks and speculate on how grisly the stories might get. The system is half-collapsing. Thanks to Yukon, near everyone's got a kink in their O2 line. And yet, while we're gasping to survive out here, all I see in the red lines is my mom's face. Staring out from behind the witness stand. I know. I know. It's super messed up, but it's just how people are, I guess. In times like these, folks are going to take comfort in whatever distractions they can find. A charismatic and evil grinner cruising the outer system, collecting victims for a grim harvest? That is a story you can disappear into. If you're an inner, it's all gruesome and compelling and so very far away. Must be nice. Yeah. You going to be okay? Yeah, I'll be alright. Honestly, the sooner we can get out of here, the better I'll feel. Once I have something to do... I... We just need a little more time, see. I still can't find anyone willing to ship the replacement parts. The central diffuser has only got two weeks' strength in it, tops. Once it goes, they'll need us and the saw to help ship people off this rock to summer with working 8-vac. Besides, I don't want us going anywhere until you get some proper rest. I'm not having all your sutures split the first time we start pulling serious Gs. Trust us to save a bunch of people only to deposit them on a colony that's fallen apart. Hey, it was our first try. I'm sure we'll have degossed our sensors by the next time we decide to become heroes. Besides, I'm not done yet. Still confident you'll be able to jerry-rig something up? Doesn't need to be pretty. Even if it gives us a few more weeks, it'll be worth it. Might be enough time to find a supplier that Yukon hasn't fucked. I should go. I told Amano I'd meet him in the workshop to walk through the prototype. Well, have fun. Try to get some rest if you can. And stay off the red lines for a bit, yeah? If you want to be helpful... Maybe you can close your eyes and manifest us one of those nice industrial fabbers they have on proper colonies. <laughs> I will do my best. I knew I could count on you. <sighs> Ow. I know the term iconic is overused, but who else has better highlighted why older women shouldn't just be dismissed and ignored? This captain is literally bringing a revival to that old Terran sleigh aesthetic. And I, for one... God damn it. So, remind me what that dipshit Lechner had you running in terms of comms. Designation, dipshit Lechner not recognized. Communication suite includes Hypercon primary broad slash R package. Multiple active UKNET white gold subscription. Well, those are fucking useless And a Trincomalee class short range black line emitter module. 
Bless you, Lechner. You were exactly as sketchy as I'd hoped. So, can you show me all public relays with line of sight to us? Filter those outside of the Trincomalee's range. Checking. Seventeen relays are currently contactable. Do any have a WC suffix in their designation? One relay matches parameters. B L U dash C H I dash M O dash one six zero three one three dash W C Saw, please open up a black line channel to that relay. Connecting. This relay is not a monitored destination. Any messages without a routing destination will receive no response and will be removed from the network. Message repeats. This relay is not a monitored destination. Requesting Wanderer comps. Protocol... Distant song. Processing. Welcome, Wanderer. To access the family network, please submit your personal passphrase for voice recognition. Oh, fuck me. I'm sorry. That passphrase is not recognized. Muted. This. This is why you never allow teenagers to set their own security codes. I see that now. <clears throat> Uh. <laughs> okay. Well, here goes nothing. Unmuted. Cause we lost it all. Nothing lasts forever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That voice print is not recognized. You have two attempts remaining in this session. Nothing lasts forever. I'm sorry. Can't be. <coughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. That voice print is not recognized. Okay. You have one. I'm attempt. sorry. I can't be perfect. Processing. Voice print 78% match. Reauthorization required. You may send a pre-recorded message to your captain or one of your recorded contacts to request reauthorization to upload an existing new message. message. Recipient Captain Ivanhoe Ivskin, the free trader carry a lot that casts no shadows. To begin recording, please say record, followed by two seconds of silence. You may then begin your message. To stop your message at any time, say stop. To delete your message... Record. Recording. <clears throat> Captain Avskin, I know that... Stop. Delete. Record. Recording. Captain, I have an urgent matter that... Stop. Delete. Record. Recording. Hey, Dad. I mean, I just don't... I wasn't prepared. I should have seen it coming. Hey, man, look. Jet's been through a lot recently, okay? And <laughs> I'm sure they feel like they're in over their head. But they'll go off and get some space and get used to the prosthetics and process some things and then then they'll be back. I promise. <laughs> hey, hey, no, no, no. Quit shaking your head. I'm serious. They're gonna realize that... Ah! Oh, oh, ah. Hey, you okay? Yeah. Yeah, just the eye acting up again. Listen, Jet just needs <sighs> It's some not time. like I can blame them. If I met a boy who got my leg shot off, I probably wouldn't stick around either. Hey, you listen to me, Aiden. That shit is not your fault, okay? Now, I wasn't there or anything, but 
from where I'm standing, it sounds like you totally saved their life. Like they said, you literally dragged them into that escape pod. And you know what? Jet probably feels like they owe you something now, and that's freaking them out. Hey, listen. Let's have a good time. Okay? See Lou Nolans, indulge Gray, enjoy ourselves, and when Jet's feeling less weird, they'll come find you again. <laughs> they'll realize they're freaking out and pushing their family away for no reason. Now, I can't imagine what sort of handsome devil might do something like that. Anyway, look, I've got beignets! And they're a far side better, fresh than after three days aging in a rubbish bin. Uh, uh, hang on, where's your vacuum bargle, friend? <laughs> oh, hey, hey, come on, man. Eat your beignet. Café de Lune is famous for him. Great, come here for a sec. Jet took off. Oh, uh, permanently? Seemed like it. Aiden's not taking it well. Well, can't say I'm surprised. Bit and bindle with the old space hobo vibe, yeah? In any case, we've got more pressing issues. We've got a new shadow. No! Don't turn around, Pillock! Middling height, dark hair, about 30 paces back by the door to the car parlor. I said, don't turn around! Jesus. Don't worry. Follow my lead, I'll give him the runabout. Great. A plus vacation. Five stars would visit again. Kid, you're rubbing the eye like you're expecting a genie to come out. Everything okay? Yeah, fine. It's just... I haven't been this far sunward in a while, and it's going haywire. I think it's downloading updates or something. Well, this is why you read the terms of service before clicking any pop-ups that over into view. Look, don't worry. We'll get you sorted just as soon as we lose the field burn. Right, my lad, step lively. We have all of the squalor of New Orleans to see, and not a lot of time in which to see it. This way now, follow the guide. We're moving, we're moving. I, I thought the tourist quarter was all on this top level. What are we getting in the elevator for? Ah, local colour. We're just taking a bit of a shortcut. In you go, Link. After you. Okay, what are we really doing in the lower levels? Well, don't freak out, but Grey thinks we're being followed. Ahem. Ugh, fine. Knows we're being followed. But what if it's Jet? What if they change their mind? What if they're trying to catch up to us? I say again, ahem. This is not a hawk and handsaw sort of situation. The charm of following us is half a head shorter than Mick's propulsor, and twice again as dead-eyed and professional. Now, I have been tracked, pursued, and chased through every corridor below the surface of this city, and not caught yet. So, we just need to... Huh. Why have the lights gone out? Is the whole station powered down? No, elevator's still moving. Wow, I can't see shit. Gray, is the stop switch working? Seems to be. Hang on. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, oh. Elevator's a totally different experience when you can't see your hand in front of your face. Yeah, hold on. I think I got a pen light around here somewhere. Mm. Ah, here we go. Marvelous, marvelous. Shine that right over here, would you? Right, we're coming up on the next floor. Huh. So the elevator doors open just fine, but the corridor ones don't? Do you think it's some kind of localized short? Hmm, no. Different systems. The lifts are mostly original to the colony, and the upper levels came later as the tourists arrived and gentrified. Fucking Yukon. <laughs> so, software problem? Something that's only hitting the newer equipment? Could be. 
Uh, this is all very interesting, but it doesn't that mean we're trapped in here? <laughs> oh, trapped, he says. No, no, no. Never trapped, my lad. This lift shaft intersects an 8 vac access tunnel between sub-levels 3 and 4, which will lead us directly to the, uh, reclamation centre. Right! One alternative escape route coming right up. You grew up here, Ray? Up, down, sideways, the lot. Lots of growing to be done as a lonely lad in this city. What about your fa- Shut up, Aiden. Alas, any biological relations I might have are a mystery. Lost to the sands of time, beyond the reach of the most capable dog walker in the system, which is myself, of course, devoured by the seedy underbelly of Luna's worst shithole. Right, here we go. Hang on to something. Ha! Just where I left you, you sexy thing. Ew, it's an access tunnel. You can't call it that. Little Sib, if you can't see the carnal beauty of a dank, mold-infested tunnel that is, nonetheless, our way out of here and to safety, that is on you. Here, pass me the light, would you? I'll have a shifty ahead. Make sure the filter fans are powered down before we all sardine ourselves in there. Okay, just... Be careful, alright? I'm gonna be so ticked if you fall to your death or get chopped up by a turbine or whatever. Now, now, has your brother ever let you down? You've let me down tons of times, asshole. Gray is your brother? I've been misreading this energy. Oh, please. Have you seen it? I'm so far out of their league, I might as well be in a different solar system. Ha ha. Uh, it's dark. I can't technically see you, but you're making a face, I can tell. <laughs> Sore subject. No, I just... <laughs> Maybe... I don't know. It's complicated. We'd kind of basically just met when I adopted him. I'd known him for like 48 hours, but I had to do something. Felt like I needed to hold on to him. <laughs> I'd never had a brother before, and I had to say something to Ika so they would let me keep him. So, brother was what I came up with. But, you know, the energy? <laughs> I didn't... Uh, I just... Uh. Does he know? N no, fuck no. And I'm like, never gonna tell him because I... Because we... Because... It's complicated, and he doesn't need complicated, he needs a family. And what if he thinks I'm gross, and- Hey, you gotta promise not to tell him either. My cousin Evie is the only one who knows, and only because I made her swear up and down to keep her mouth shut. Also, I love Evie, but she gives terrible advice. Like, just because- Breaking your crush's arm worked for you. I, I guess I could, but it would be me putting the damn thing back together, and I just... I'd rather have him as a brother than not have him at all. I won't tell, but I don't think you've got anything to worry about. It's not like me and Jet. You've got history together. You've chosen each other. I mean, what is family if not just people choosing each other? Yeah. Oh, that's how I know Jet's gonna come back to you, by the way. Yeah, well, they unchose me, didn't they? The way I 
unchose my captain and my shipmates on the settle. <sighs> it doesn't make sense, you know, missing something that was so twisted up, but, but that ship was my home and its crew was my family and I, I thought as at least I'll have Jet, you know, as, as long as I have Jet, I'll be alright. Sorry, <clears throat> sorry. It's... Uh, my family's just got a lot smaller, that's all. Hey, I get it. It's scary, leaving behind everything you knew. Even if everything you knew fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but your capital F family always have been. Even if you didn't know it, and we're not unchoosing you anytime soon. You got that, cuz? Okay, got it. Thank you for joining us for part one of our season finale. This story will continue next week.